this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabwag and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 42 of the stock market outlook for October 11 to October 15, 2021. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Stock Market Outlook. For the print edition, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices slumped last week after investors decided to sell just when the main index pierced the 7,000-point level. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 16.74 points to close at 6,906.86 points. The main index was up during the early part of the week through Wednesday when it closed at 7,057.45 points, but it succumbed to profit-taking in the next two trading sessions that also saw a high volume of trade. The average volume of trade for the week was at 9.33 billion pesos, with foreigners just accounting for 30% of the trades and were net sellers at 1.39 billion pesos. Other sub-indices ended mostly on the green, led by the broader All Shares Index that rose 12.01 points to close at 4,338.52. The Financials Index climbed 54.78 to close at 1,467.23. The industrial index gained 61.10 to close at 10,361.44. The holding firms index declined 94.10 to close at 6,800.18. The property index added 71.97 to close at 3,061.85. The services index fell 30.50 to close at now. The services index fell 30.50 to close at 1918.50. And the mining and oil index soared 328.85 to close at 9726.40. For the week, losers edge gainers 123 to 106 and 20 shares were unchanged. The top gainers for the week were Manila Water Company Incorporated, Wilcon Depot Incorporated, Oriental Petroleum and Minerals Corporation A, Robinson's Retail Holdings Incorporated, Basic Energy Corporation, and Macro Asia Corporation. The top losers, meanwhile, were Prime Media Holdings Incorporated, Converge Information and Communications Technology Solutions Incorporated. Premier Horizon Alliance Corporation, Makati Finance Corporation, Geograce Resources Philippines Incorporated, and First Gen Corporation. 
Trading may remain volatile this week as investors will digest predictions as to who will win the 2022 national elections with the filing of Certificates of Candidacy or COCs ended last week. Initial Commission on Elections data showed 97 individuals filed their Certificates of Candidacy for the Presidency, 29 for Vice Presidency, and 176 for seats in the Senate. About 270 party list groups submitted Certificates of Nomination and Acceptance. Commission on Elections data showed the applicants for local posts reach 733 for Congress, 281 for Governor, 226 for Vice Governor, 1,951 for Sangguniang Panlalawigan, 4,486 for Mayor, 3,968 for Vice Mayor, and 35,636 for the Sangguniang Panlusod or Bayan. Gunning for the presidency are Senator Ronald De La Rosa, Senator Panfilo Laxon, former Senator Ferdinand Marcos Jr., Manila City Mayor Francisco Moreno, Senator Manny Pacquiao, and Vice President Lenny Robredo. In a radio interview, Commission on Elections spokesman James Jimenez said the COMELEC may finalize the list of candidates in December. Political parties have until November 15 to replace candidates but only party members will be allowed as substitutes. President Rodrigo Duterte withdrew his nomination as the vice presidential candidate of the ruling party, Partido Democratico Pilipino Lakas ng Bayan or PDP Laban, and said he will retire from public service when his term ends in June 2022. The president has publicly encouraged his daughter, Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte Carpio, to run for the country's top post. Last Wednesday, Sara Duterte Carpio filed her COC to run for her third term as mayor of Davao City. According to broker 2Trade Asia, pundits have already claimed this iteration to be the most polarizing yet, which translates to much higher volatility for equity markets, especially for names that have overhang tied to government offices such as power generation, mining and oil, water, gaming to name a few industries. The broker advised to brace for volatility in the coming days as the 7000 point mark may be. The broker advised to brace for volatility in the coming days as the 7000 point mark may be within a striking distance but is becoming elusive as investors remain indecisive. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Field Stocks Financials Incorporated, said investors are also expected to watch out for the government's decision on the social restriction measures of the country after October 15. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere said in a briefing last Saturday that the Interagency Task Force for the Management of Emerging Infectious Diseases is set to discuss this week the possibility of the possibility of expanding the COVID-19 alert level system outside Metro Manila. The National Capital Region is under Alert Level 4 from September 16 until October 15. Tanchanko said the easing of the restrictions primarily in the National Capital Region may send the local market higher. Tanchanko added that global oil prices, which remain elevated, are seen to pose downside risks to the market. The analyst added that if high oil prices are sustained or worse, rally further, then this could raise inflation worries 
which in turn could weigh on the local burst. Bloomberg News reported that U.S. crude futures topped $80 a barrel for the first time since November 14. For the first time since November 2014, as a global energy crisis boosts demand at a time when OPEC Plus producers are keeping supplies tight. Tanchanko said that aside from these, investors may also watch out for the upcoming July foreign direct investment numbers, the August foreign trade, and OFW remittance data for clues on how the Philippine economy has been faring. Banco Central ng Pilipinas data showed that net foreign direct investment flows in the January to June period grew 40.73% to nearly $4.30 billion compared to about $3.05 billion in the same period last year. Meanwhile, personal remittances from overseas Filipinos increased by 7.3% to $2.93 billion in June 2021 from $2.73 billion in June 2020, Banco Central ng Pilipinas data showed. This resulted in cumulative remittances rising by 6.7% to $16.61 billion in the first half of 2021 from $15.57 billion recorded in the comparable period in 2020. Tanchanko said the main index may again test the 7,000 to 7,100 point trading range this week. But if it failed to do so, it may move within its 10-day exponential moving average and 50-day exponential moving average at 6,842.55 as of October 8. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital and Development Corporation advised to sell on rallies on Wilcon Depot Incorporated after investors decided to snap up its shares in last week's trade on news that the stock will replace first gen in the main index. Wilcon Depot reached a high of 40 pesos before immediately correcting and closing at 34 pesos lower than open, but still higher than the previous day's close, Regina Capital said. At this point, indicators are showing overbought signs, the broker added. Regina Capital said that while buying momentum has spiked, there was also a huge jump in volatility. The shares of Wilcon Depot Incorporated closed last Friday at 34 pesos and 95 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, the broker advised to take profits on the stock of Converge ICT Solutions Incorporated as its stock kept on hitting its all-time high last week and is now trading at precarious levels. Regina Capital said the stock has been getting cozy in the overbought region since mid-August. Take note, however, that average share price volatility is at significantly high levels, the broker said. This means that while Converge ICT Solutions continues to rally, the possible correction could be bloody, Regina Capital said, placing a weekly target on the stock at 40 pesos. The shares of Converge ICT Solutions Incorporated closed last week at 33 pesos and 60 centavos apiece. And now for the weekly weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. In an advisory it issued at 11 o'clock p.m. of October 10, PAGASA said that southwest monsoon enhanced by tropical storm Maring will bring moderate to heavy with at times intense rains over Palawan, Occidental Mindoro, Western Visayas, and Zamboanga Peninsula. Pagasa said that under these conditions, 
flash flooding and rain-induced landslides are possible, especially in areas that are highly or very highly susceptible to these hazards as identified in hazard maps. Pag-asa said its regional services divisions may issue local rainfall advisories and heavy rainfall warnings, while the hydrometeorology division and river basin flood forecasting and warning centers may issue general flood advisories and basin flood bulletins as appropriate. The Public and Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Offices concerned are advised to take appropriate measures and watch for the next update on this weather system. Pagasa said that unless superseded by an intermediate advisory, it will issue a weather advisory at 11 o'clock a.m. of October 11. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.